Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Nerds in the City, a nerd podcast about nerd culture, movies, arts, comics, games, anything you can think of. Uh, we have me, one of our hosts is Tony, and then we have your boy Ricky and Nick and Tarantino. Nick and Tarantino. That's right. How was everybody's week? week? Yeah, it's good, man. Good. It's pretty good. You know why? Because I did nothing. <laughs> that, those are some things of the best week. This is, oh, dude. Why did you get all like dramatic? Nothing, like nothing. Because it's rare. Like man. it was like romantic for you to do nothing. It was. I was like, <laughs> I'm in one with my PJs. I am one with my bed. <laughs> I celebrated my birthday weekend, even though it's next week, Wednesday. Yeah. We I celebrated with my oh, wife. Crap. and I'm We had to dinner. I had to get you some dinner. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of terrible friends. I, I forgot. But <laughs> walking up, he was like, "Oh, I celebrated my birthday." He's like, "It's your birthday?" <laughs> He's like, "When is?" It? I'm like, "It's Wednesday." He's like, oh, "Okay." At least it is. like, "Do you have a birthday? Like, you have a birthday? <laughs> you were born? <laughs> you were born? <laughs> no way!" How was your weekend, Nick? It's fast. Fast. I feel like I blinked and it was over. Oh, I hate those. Well, then again, too, I started playing Fortnite. And I but was, you were you're not playing the the traditional um, no, no, battle I mean, royale. You're doing the no, save I'm the not, world. No, I'm not getting I'm not getting killed within five seconds of me starting. No, I'm I'm playing the save the world. Like he dies so fast, he's like on the loading. You know what I find funny? It's because Nick is not like a gamer. He said it on the pod. He said it with, with multiple times. He's like he doesn't game, but he's super serious about this Fortnite. <laughs> I, I know, almost got in that pod. I changed went to the I, store. I, I, yeah, you I'm almost got him. Uh, I'm, an, was, I'm an eclectic character. I jump into different roles all the time. What are those yeah. things called? The llama. The llama. The fun llama. Llama. Loot llama. Loot llama. Loot llama. He even knows the name. The loot <laughs> llama. You literally showed me the damn Funko Pop where it says he, loot llama. I didn't so know we're gonna see Nick with the marshmallow head <laughs> just walking around. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what that does lead us into like some news that we got today. What's yeah. What was, what was all going right? On? So. This week, we don't have a lot of news because, you know, Comic-Con was last week. A lot of people just released all the news last week. All the trailers and everything. Trailers. You name it. But Fortnite. So their World Cup was this weekend. So, so Oh, for real? Yeah. Their competition, they called it a for, for, uh, World Fortnite Cup. World Cup. Yeah. Fortnite World I saw Cup. that. I thought it was like, what? Everybody in the game is going to watch the game or something? Like that? I really well, didn't dude, know what it meant. Yeah. Okay. So eSports. Get this. Hmm. The prize pool Ten million dollars for Ooh. Fortnite. Yeah, for Fortnite. Easy. The winner of the World Cup Easy. was a <laughs> no, six- no, no. For the for the popularity that game is, yeah, and at the stature at the point that it is, ten million dollars is, is is easy for it to have a pool, a pop pool of that amount. It's just so funny because you think about compared to something like you, you know, um, what is those other games like, um, uh, Rainbow Six, all these like military style games that are like are more like accurate and gun like everything like that. So Fortnite just seems more obviously. I play. I love playing. I'm enjoying it, but obviously, seems more like whimsical, more f- cartoony than one of those serious games. So for a ten million dollar pot for something like that, it's crazy to me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the winner was a 16 year old, oh, and he won three million dollars, and he's 16. Yeah. So what does this mean, parents? If your kid is good in a video game, let them play. Oh, you, yeah. think, you think parents will figure that out yet? It's they're not tra- no. era anymore. They were just training classes for kids. Like No, now there's schools that have esports teams in high school. I know full set, full set when we went to CEO, yeah. we talked to one of the guys. He's like uh, yeah. one of the managers for the esports department. And he was like that. It was like crazy. And he was yeah. like, we were good in conversation. And in high school, there's high schools. They're already starting esports 
teams. It's wild, man. Uh, more like COG and Fortnite and other games like that. Imagine if we had <laughs> school teams for video games in oh, our yeah, era. Awesome. Instead, no, we're working hard to try to be in a soccer team. <laughs> and yeah. Instead, I could just be playing video games. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just the world. I mean, like, think about it. Our generation, was, we made it popular. and that, We had to be the ones to say, well, there's no future in it. And then our love became their future for it. Yeah, pretty much. Because we yeah. loved it so much, we did it so yeah. much. We are the ones that are at that level, a higher level, and then now their love got bigger than ours, and now it's money. It's just crazy. Like going back to the esports thing, like it's crazy how much a difference each thing is. Like, all right, for fighting game tournament, they make probably like a pot is like fifteen grand, which is still a lot of money. Yeah, but it's nowhere near three million, three uh, oh, 10, or, mil- ten million, ten million, or like. Rocket League, they have like stadium full yeah. tournaments. <laughs> like, it's insane. League how of Legends, e-sports is, yeah. League of Legends, Starcraft, yeah. like those those things sell out stadiums. That's I can imagine. Would... I can imagine the next level game. I'm not talking about just the next game. I'm talking about the next level game, like where you literally will be submerged. You'll in be it. in the game. Yeah. It'll be like Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but. There's another thing I want to talk about, and it's more in my neighborhood, but it's comic books. So this week was a big, big, big release. It's called House of X, and it's basically Marvel re-releasing X-Men. I've been waiting for that. You said that they had uh, basically taken them out for a while. Yeah. uh, Well, so X-Men books have not been... For two years? Three years? Well, yeah. For like three years, they haven't been like the focal point or not good. They've been okay. There's been some stories, but you could tell like... They weren't trying as much because, you know, Fox had them and Disney didn't own them. So they're like, you know what? We'll make the Inhumans more popular. They'll, they'll be our mutants. Yeah. That didn't work out. And then they got the rights for the X-Men back. And now you can tell that they're like. Oh, see, they're, they're going into a whole new I know the yeah. t- I know the TV show was trash, even though I watched the entire series. Well, I know the TV show for the, the Inhumans is trash, but was the comic book really that bad? No, or- the comic books are bad. It's just it's hard. To when, say they're not mutants, I guess. Yeah, and it's also, I think they're hard characters to relate to. Yeah. Because they're not part of this world at all. Yeah, and they're weird, and they're not, you know, mutants are weird, but they kind of look like us. These guys, they look too, like. Out there. Out there, and like Medusa with her hair. Or like, oh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. I never clicked, I don't think, for people, mm. which is weird because a talking raccoon in a tree did. Yeah, but, <laughs> but the thing with talking with, raccoon that talks like he's from Jersey. Yeah, yeah. but the thing with the X Men is that they had years of fan base that grew with yeah. them. Like when did uh, the Inhumans come in? Like mid-90s? oh, they they're no, they came old. They're old too. They're old. They came yeah. out with Fantastic Four. So oh, they're, really? they're old, but they just never got the line. Yeah, like, Black Bolt yeah. has been been on for a long time. I know. Of. Yeah, I mean they're they're if you follow Marvel Comics, you know the Inhumans. They're yeah. they've always been around. It's just but they they have their own fan base. Not they can't really. I don't think they would. That's what the problem. They thought that because they're essentially a race of people with powers that I, you know they would replace X Men, which that didn't work out. I do find it interesting. Like if they did release a movie, I yeah. wonder if it'll be different. What if if Marvel if, actually relieved? The yeah, I think it'll be different and probably better if they released a movie instead of a TV show. But th- you know, it's so crazy that Marvel released that show because that was a Marvel show. That wasn't like anybody else, right? Right. So it's just so weird because Marvel has not really. I mean, they have not been a hundred percent, obviously, not everything they do, but they have never dropped the ball like that. 
Well, this is the thing. I think it's because, you know, they didn't expect to get Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we only have budget for a one movie. We got to put Spider-Man in there instead of the Inhumans. Yeah. So I think that's what happened. So, but you think so that's I, why you think the TV show became so bad? Yeah, I, probably. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Crazy. It was, yeah. they really, I felt like they made no effort for that thing, that show. But, but anyways, continue. House of X was really good. If you go to a comic shop, you can pick it up. It's uh right now it's a weekly book, so a new issue comes out. Oh, weekly? Yeah, so it's House two books. The first one is House of X, and then the other one is Power of X. Um So they're they're weekly books, but one comes out, then the next one comes out. So it's like bi weekly, but weekly. Yes. It's bi weekly, but so weekly. So like issue two of House of X will come in two weeks. Two weeks. But the right. that, that interchanging week is either yep. Power of X. Yep, and there's twelve issues. Oh, so it's is not that long. No, but it, a, after the twelve issues, they will re they reboot. So it'll be twenty four and complete. No, I think it's like six I think six? it's like it might be twenty four complete actually. Because if I it's twelve and right. twelve, so yeah. is it like a twelve issue introduction to everything, and yes. then everything gets their own yeah. yes. spin off? Yep. Then everything breaks and off. Then everything like breaks that. off, and that's the universe that they build in. Because Hickman, the writer, Jonathan Hickman, he's like that. So this book is very this this book is kind of perfect if you want to get into X-Men because it's uh no one knows what's going on. I don't even know what's going on. Ooh. Like you're just like what? Uh, yes. And that's what makes a comic great cuz it makes you want to come back for the next week. Like you're like wait, this doesn't make any sense. I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> but you know something, you actually just stumbled onto something that I thought I just realized that, that would be a genius way to do TV shows, right? So you do a TV show with the implication that every every show only has one season, but every show leads into other ones. So you have one introductory season of a show mm-hmm. and introduces you into, let's say, five other shows. So the minute that season ends, five new show new begins. Shows. Yeah, that'd be that, cool. That introduces the first one. And then after that, again, every show is only one season, but it introduces into another, another show and another show. So that's the, You know what the problem is about this, though? And it's the same with the comic. is fatigue. What do you people, mean? P- people could if it could be too much, because mm-hmm. yeah. remember these comic books are like four ninety nine. Yeah, and there's yeah. five spinoffs. That's that's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks a week, a week, <laughs> or a month. But I mean, at least in that well, case, you can follow your weekly, favorite. Yeah, if you just pick up these X Men books in yeah. your pool, you probably have like Captain America. So yeah, it, it's expensive. no. I can imagine it's expensive. I'm just yeah. saying, but in the say it's a TV show, you would just follow your favorite character. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, and that's what I tell people. If you're getting into comic books, go for what you like, because then you will go into this like with love. Well, of like, oh, now I have this useless book. Yeah, it's like you gotta be smart about it, because you will get burned out. Have, have you gone, Have you gone burned out? Yeah, at one point, multiple times. Uh-huh. And I had what to, brought like, you back in though? Well. When I worked with comics, it was just like, oh, this book is really exciting, and also when I worked at the comic book store, I was able to take the comic book home and bring it back. Okay. So that kind of helped. So basically, now that I'm not there, now I have to be you're more restric- selective, sele- restricted. restricted. Yeah. I, like I barely do. Now, now I'm doing X, just X-Men again. So when I started getting comic books, mm-hmm. just X-Men. And then Avengers came out. And then the new 52 came out too. So the new 50, DC's new 52 is like, oh, we're rebooting every book with number one. Oh, wow. So I'm like, well, this is the perfect time. So I got almost every single one. All, all issue no ones. Wow. All right. And then when Avengers came out, there was a thing called Avengers versus X-Men. 
right? So I was getting, I wanted every book of that, but that book went into like every Avengers book, Spider Man. Oh, uh. <laughs> so it, and then from there, yeah. So you got to stick to it. You got to stick. Well, it's all a question of what are you getting into. What do you get? Why are you getting into? It? If you're getting in for the story, then just go follow a story that you like reading. But if you're getting in for the like the value of what you think is going to be worth later. By the time you're old enough for that to be a value, I'm guessing it's going to be a while. So yeah. you might as well keep yeah. something that you like. I mean, or you could you could be lucky and out of nowhere, it's like, oh, this character in this book is in the movie. And boom, that book goes up. Yeah. Because it's happened before, too. Like, okay, for example, there's an issue of Venom, right? Yeah. It's issue three. When it came out, not a big deal. A week later, people found out that the this character in this book was actually in an older book, but people didn't know that older book. It was like in Thor became like a $40 book. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's new because most books like, you know, get money are older books, but so, yeah. I wonder if that works. It could work like stock markets. Like you basically start anticipating which character is going to grow in popularity before. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's, that's the whole uh, thing of a spectator. Really? That's what we call spectators. You know, they buy these books and they're like, all right, this character. Like, all right, so when Fox bought. Uh, oh, and sorry, when Disney bought Fox, the, uh, the books for Doctor Doom, the books for like Wolverine and all these other people started going up again because. Marvel has it. Marvel on has it. it. Yeah, especially the Dark, Doctor Doom. That book became like, but I, I feel six like grand, two grand now. What? Yeah, Damn. but I feel like Marvel's gonna start. Marvel's. Have you ever seen the pattern? They don't go with the, the most popular character. So like, if you're gonna start investing money right, into like into like X Men characters, you might want to look for more obscure characters. Yeah, I bet you. Like, I remember the Doctor Strange. His first story was up there. Mm-hmm. I think my my old. Uh, Matt Boss, I think he paid like a good grand for the first appearance of Baby, maybe cheaper. Uh, yeah. So, can you but imagine, the thing I, can the you thing I, people that would have bought Blade like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Blade probably went up a lot. Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Yeah, the Internals. I bet you that uh, yeah. book is going for quite a pennies now. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but the thing I really wanted to say of House yes. of X was the story. Like I said, if you get this book, don't worry if you're going to be lost. We're all lost. Yeah. It's meant to be lost because that's the way Hickman does. Is it Hickman the guy from Walking Dead? No, Jonathan Hickman does East of West. Oh, East of, that's the one. Actually, so kind of crazy. Jonathan Hickman is basically the reason we have Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, wow. He created the Black Order. He created pretty much that whole storyline kind of, so... I was thinking back. I'm like, and East Man. of West is so good. Yeah, East of West is really good. I was thinking like, there's already so much thing that MCU took from this guy already. Yeah, that I'm excited if they take his this story and stuff. Yeah, so I'm just gonna say this: this is one of the first times where an X Men book starts, and X Men are in charge, like. They feel like they're not being like hated on. They're not being. They're accepted. They're accepted, kind of. They're not accepted, but they're like, I don't care anymore. 
Okay, so it's not like... So, yeah. So, if you think of X-Men, like, oh, the Sentinels are hunting them down, this and that. Not in this book. This book, mutants are in charge. And and Professor X is like, we're not playing around this time. (laughs) So, definitely pick it up. House of X and Power of X. Looks, it's awesome. It's great, great comic. Sounds good. Yep. So, so that's pretty much it for this week. I yeah. mean, any any of you guys heard anything? No, not much. Um, I mean, it's a slow week, guys. A yeah, very slow week. Because yeah. it was so overwhelming for Comic Con. <laughs> everybody's like worn out for the like, Let's take a week like, to relax. Just, yeah, just relax. Just storm right now. Like next week, this week coming up, I think there's going to be a lot of good news coming through. Or this week coming. Hopefully, before we could talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a little break and then. We're going to talk about some movies and stuff. And TV shows. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be right back. And we're back, Nick. Hey. We saw a TV show this week. So yes. we don't usually review TV shows, but I think we want to talk about it a little I bit. I think this is more straight up our alley. Like, this is a. <laughs> no, it is. It was just. It was such. Okay. So just to give you context. Um, if any of you guys have Amazon Prime, uh, they just released a new show called The Boys. And I think the premise was just fascinating, right? So the premise of this show is it's a world where, let's say, imagine the Justice League exists, right? So they're like celebrities or what have you. The problem is, just like celebrities, whatever they do can be like hidden or covered up. Um, so there's a group of humans that basically have put basically put themselves in a position where they're like they want to punish superheroes that do bad things and that's where you start off the premise from there and it's awesome it's just a different type of show it shows like them correcting their wrong hmm? like they're being judge and jury kind of basically kind of just, they, they, so they, this they, is this is the premise let's say if these superheroes were real life they pretty much think they're they're gods they pretty much think they own everything because they have the ability. Nobody, nobody, their, could, nobody could stop them. Exactly. Okay. But it also it's cool because you could see like a business side. Yeah. Of it, like you see how like a business will own superheroes and how they will market superheroes and. Oh wow! It's really but that's like, eye opening. Yeah. Like how they market themselves. Yeah. Like. On, well, actually, there's a lot. Like of for example, like. Let's say they have an interview and they write their script because they can't say crazy stuff because they'll offend someone. Or yeah, it's all about so like it's almost popularity. like 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 almost like if Superman didn't care what happened, but then he has a meeting like a board meeting of what he should say. Yes, right, yeah, exactly that. Oh, okay, I, but, I've never seen this. So no, I'm, but it's, it's, like, yeah. what I like though is that they compared not only compared it to to like say celebrities like actors, compared it to celebrities like sports athletes too, because there were scenarios where it was like that because. Yeah. Remember, so basically, in the, in the you show, you can't tweet this, you can't say that. Yeah, it's basically well, if they're yeah. celebrities. Yeah, because like yeah. for example, there's so again the main the even though there's uh, in the trailer you only see like uh, I think it's called the Seven, which is essentially the Justice League. There's superheroes all over the the, the world, yeah. um, but only the Seven are the most famous, right? Okay. So even those characters have to fight for their spot. Yeah, they have to audition for it. Oh wow! And they have to, yeah, yeah. And they, like, so this is a little not spoiler, but they also like plan your uh, you saving someone or saving something. They're like, all right, this is your itinerary. There's 
because they have like a <coughs> so they, they security. Have their own kind of so crime they watch, yeah. so they staged not necessarily no they staged. don't stage they just have like they have their own like crime like watch. network yeah, yeah crime watch so they're like all right there's a crime here this is where you and this person is gonna go because they like team ups uh, so you two are gonna go there almost like a what is it. How, like, it's how like they, a big, big brother kind of thing. Yeah, like, so they watch and then they they yeah, but the demograph you to your area. Like, oh, these people like male superheroes, so like let's send them a male superhero. For Literally you know, though, team yeah, ups exactly. Like yeah, they like big groups on this area. Let's yeah, let's have like, a big bag. We have Aquaman here, or their Aquaman is dealing with water. Let's send our water guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really cool. The world is really cool. Super interesting. I will say this though, guys. It is not for children. This no. is not. This is extremely rated R. Not this is for kids. Four M. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 um it's an interesting show. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I mean, I, I just like anything like that. I like anything with a with a twist to a story, a twist to an idea. Yeah, it, it is based off of a comic book as well. So you could get this in comic book form. It's different. Um. Because I think the comic book is a lot darker, believe it or not. Oh wow! But uh, it's good, man. I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna give this season a four point five out of five, Nikki's. Wow! I Ooh. really liked it. I stayed up the whole night. I just watched it all. <laughs> I want to, I want to give it a four. The only thing I have an issue with is some of the scenes where it would be. It, I feel like it was the way the whoever did the camera work, like the way they they, they visually shot everything. I felt like they could have pulled out for a little bit more dramatic. So I don't know. It just kind of like boom, this happened, but it wasn't like a shock. It could have been shocks. So I, that's my only pet peeve was the, whoever shot the video, like maybe the director or the camera guy. But uh, otherwise, the storyline and the character actors were amazing. So just because I don't want to feel like I'm being petty, I'll give it a four for Nikki's. Yeah. So season one is out. Uh, they have confirmed a season two. Ooh, nice. And season one does end in an awesome cliffhanger. So I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. So, so I, I don't. Ha- I can't give forward. it. Uh, I haven't watched it, so I can't give it any nickels oh, right you now. Will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> you will. But actually, aside from that show, which I was excited to watch once it came out, um, the thing that got me hyped, hyped, super hyped this week was Zombieland Two, the trailer. Double it's tap. Been, double tap. <laughs> double yeah, tap. it's been a long waited. I thought. They, I think it took too long to bring you the sequel. I don't know. I just. I'm it's so just, excited about it. Like, the funny thing about the trailer was like Oscar winner, two time Oscar winner. Yeah, all like, these people yeah, won Oscars. All, all of them. <laughs> After that movie. Yeah. It's like, wow. But I, you know what it is? It's Woody Harrelson. I just like him as a, as an actor, the character. He's always super vibrant in his movies. So it's always, he's always committed. That's what I like about yeah. his character. Like whenever he plays a movie, he's always committed to the, to the role, to and, the role for the most part. For I don't know. There, there hasn't been a movie that I've seen with him that you could tell it's like, oh, he just didn't want to do the role. No, he's like most a, most of the times when I see him in movies, it's like he's committed to the role. And it sucks because uh, obviously I'm a huge fan, but I heard Bruce Willis Bruce Willis becoming synonymous as somebody who just doesn't care. Like recently in his movies, it's like that. Supposedly he just doesn't care, but I don't know. I'm hoping that they, they were supposed to be coming out with another Die Hard, which I don't know if they're gonna do that anymore. I hope not because the no. last one was terrible. Yeah, this oh, yeah. one was supposed to be called McLean. Uh, no. no, just let, <laughs> let her rest. That's it, that's it. Let, let him retire. Rest. Let him retire. But yeah, like, no, I was, I was, was like, good. okay, live free, die hard was all right, and then the last one was like, okay, yeah. You know, like no, I'm sorry. I, I huh? s- you like vengeance? The yeah. third one. I like vengeance. No, the the third one was that for that that was, that was it for me. That was the, that was the last one for me. Everything was else Samuel was Jackson? Like, no, I like. Huh? Yeah, that was actually. Well, they, it's because they made what, him Captain what's America. What's your name? Jesus. 
Zeus, bro. No, it wasn't Zeus, was it? The Lord of Thunder. Yeah, his name was Zeus. He goes, hey, Zeus? Hey, Zeus? Yeah. No, that was, for me, that was the end. I, I, the last two after that, just, I didn't care for. Like, I didn't really. I mean, Live Free Die Hard, I thought it was cool because he fought a, a jet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he became so, a superhero. Check you know? this out. Listen to this part. So I was watching a couple YouTube videos and I found, you know, I was watching like this thing about directors that overly commit to their movies or like do more research than need to or actors that do this stuff, right? So apparently there was a weird thing in part three of Die Hard where the, the guy who directed it was the guy who created the story. There's so much research on the Federal Reserve and the city of New York and everything and the plan that he came up with to rob the Federal Reserve actually could have worked to the point where the Secret Service oh, Secret Service actually stepped in, asked him where he got his information, and then actually oh, took security measures to protect everything because they said he was able to figure out that there was like, a, 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 I guess, an, a pipeline or, or a tunnel that was very close to the Federal Reserve that his plan basically essentially saying without saying that his plan probably could have worked. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. So a movie that found security loopholes. In. <laughs> there you go. That's why I, I enjoy Live Free Die Hard. I do. That, that was the that Legends. Was, that was the one third one. That you talking about the fourth oh, one. Oh, I'm talking about oh well <laughs> Justin Long, man. It's great. Alright, but yeah, that was <laughs> That's the fifth one. Oh no, I'm just kidding, just kidding. Anyways. Um all right, so that was the trailer for the week. Funny wow. story. Go I remember ahead. the fifth one was like one of the, f- the first same? movies I took my ex. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. I was first like, I am damn. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> like, I don't know why I took you to see uh, that. but And it's too bad because they got that one guy to play his son, and I like that actor. Yeah, Jai Courtney. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the movie that we got to watch, and the reason I was came up with my nickname for today was... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Which, I have to say Mexico, oh. and that's the wrong movie. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's the next There's no blind Johnny Depp's in this one. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh. Yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Like, damn, if you haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico, that's... Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay, anyways. no. Um, it, this one thing's going to split the audience up, but I think Tantino has that effect on some of these movies. I liked it. And I'm not going to say I liked it because of the overall story, because some of the parts of the story are a little inconsistent. Uh, not necessarily inconsistent. I just didn't f- understand what was the point it, of it, it being didn't, in there. It didn't add to the story. Exactly. I didn't feel like it That's came together I, too well. But yeah. my thing about Tarantino is always the conversations. Because, Every conversation that he has between two people are always just super interesting to me. And honestly, I, uh, the, some of the best conversations in the movie were like between um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like There was that one conversation with Leonardo DiCaprio and a little girl that was amazing. I don't know why I liked it. And then... There was uh, scenes with uh, Brad Pitt that I think were great. So, overall, the acting in this movie, the scenes in this movie were great. The overall story was a little hinky. But the nobody's going to deny the last, I want to say the last 20 minutes of the movie was not over-the-top epic. Because it was. You know why? Because I think he, he always all tries to get the best conclusion. Mm-hmm. To everything like that conversation with the little girl, the conclusion from there. Like how that ended between them. Yeah. Like that relationship or whatever, uh, and everybody else, mm-hmm. like his relationship, like Johnny Depp's with Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, the conclusion of like some characters' goals in there, what, what they're trying to thrive for. I think how he ended it was great, and it tied a lot of loose, not loose ends, but conclusions for every character to what they were trying to get to. And um, yeah, I do agree that some scenes, some little minor parts here and there in the in the movie 
could have been cut out, possibly. I just think there but was. But a- I, th- I think he added because he doesn't add anything into his movies unless he is, there's a reason to it. I get that. And most like most of his movies, like one of my favorite movies of his is Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. And even scenes that you were like, why? Like, if you haven't seen Kill Bill, there's a, like the toe wiggling scene that he spends like five minutes or six minutes of shooting. She's like just saying, wiggle your toe. And it just shows perseverance. No, and I loved it. I loved every scene I, of that. And, and like it doesn't, it that doesn't really give a lot of context or doesn't progress the story much into where her goal is. Well, it does because it's perseverance and uh, resiliency. Yeah, her her and, tenacity, yeah. Yeah, so. But in the movies, there's like, Leonardo's a Caprio character, like the the pitfalls he's he's trying to no, like, get I, I a, think, avoid. I, I think the yeah, DiCaprio's version. I mean, like, so what's the he, story? He completely. Oh well, you can't say the story because it's a spoil, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, so you, it's based. You know, uh, I know based, it's about an actor. So it's, it's based about a true event, and it's a true the, people. True people. Uh, it's a true event that happened, but a it, loosely based story about true people. Yeah. So it's like yeah. a glorious bastards, yeah. guys. So basically, yeah, it, it, it's, it's real life people, but. This uh, outcome did different happen. interpretation. Yeah. yeah. A different interpretation. Uh, oh, better yet, like how Marvel has like the what if. This is like his. Well, what uh, if. Uh, this, yeah. is, this is Quentin Tarantino's literally what if. Yeah. If this scenario would have happened. And like when Nick was saying, like everybody's, everybody played their roles beautifully. I yeah, think. I just felt like some actors, I, I like, I, there was, there were such big actors that really, and it's not their fault. They just played their part, but it just, they didn't do anything to, and it's, I guess they didn't do anything, and I felt like it was a waste. Like they were one of my favorite. One of my favorite actors was this young guy. I forgot his name, but um, he did. Uh, well, oh man, I can't even think about the movies. He's Emil seen. Hirsch. Emil Hirsch. Yes. Yes. Into the Wild. Yeah. Like uh, the girl next door. Yeah. <laughs> I love, you know, I've always loved him as an actor, and I, he was in this one. And it's not that he did a bad job. I just think that they didn't give him enough to. They didn't utilize him. Which I'm guessing that's there was a purpose for that, but. And but like for example, I mean, it's not even the size of the role because uh, what's her face? Uh, Dakota Fanning was in it. Yeah, she, she had is. like a five minute role, but she did an oh, pff, she did an, a stellar job with that five minutes that she gave her. She sold it. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I wish some of the actors got more more to bite their teeth into. Yeah, than others did. Like you know, like how we were talking about earlier was like when actors act and mm-hmm. they don't care. Like even for her five minutes, I didn't even know it was her until like I looked. I was like, oh damn, <laughs> it's Dakota Fanning. <laughs> it's, it's like it's, yeah. She's a complete. She looks completely different than what she normally looks like. Yeah, but it, that's one. Of the, the same thing with the other Capra. The other Capra is so famous. It's difficult not to see him. But in some of the roles that he did in that movie, I stopped seeing him. I started seeing somebody completely different because he, he the way he talked, the way he his mannerisms and everything else. He used, he did a great job. I think he did a great job doing that. Like just basically depicting this character he's created. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So I mean, these actors are. Top of the game. At their prime. So. Yeah. So it's an interesting conversation. And this is one thing that I told Nick. I'm like, this is the first time I've seen a movie that Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are in together. Because yeah, these were like so. top tier leading men in, in <laughs> yeah. the 90s, like yeah. late 90s going into the 2000s. And you would have think like, oh, putting these two guys in a movie is going to be buku bucks. And then you throw Michael, my, uh, 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 Michael Douglas's? No, um... Al Pacino. No, Al Pacino's one. That was huge. Yeah, Al Pacino. But then what was the other one? Uh, uh, Snake, maybe Snake Plissken? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Like, that's another legendary actor from that from that yeah. time. Like, it's just all these legendary actors. But um, it was it was, it was an interesting movie. Seriously? But here's an interesting conversation. So, 
you know, this is, mind you, think about Tarantino's career. Like, he's been famous no matter what. This is his only his ninth movie. Yeah. He's only done nine movies, and I think he had already claimed that he was only going to do ten his entire career. Yeah, his last one is Star Trek, so... that's Well, that's what the conversation was. Did he decide it or not? Because they said that it's either Star Trek or the third installment of Kill Bill, which would be like kill... Uh, Kill everyone. No, no, <laughs> no, no. It's um, gonna, it's gonna fall. Kill from, Bellatrix, or not Bellatrix. Um, Beatrice. 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 Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like a, a fast forward into where. I mean, if fast have, forward. This is like current. No, 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 no. Wait, no. so kill it's, Beatrice? They're gonna kill the main character? So it's gonna be the storyline. If you seen the, you seen the movie, right? Yeah. And you remember in the first one when she kills a uh, Vivica Fox's uh, Vivica Fox. Right? He goes, when you get older. And you want to come and oh. find me? Look for me. So now they have th- been th- on him to make that. One. So there's gonna be that she grows up like the Asian girl, like uh, Lucy right, Liu's right, character, right. and becomes an assassin to find her and kill her. Whoa! So then, by this point, they were like, "Oh, if you're gonna do that, but they'll ne- the, the cycle the, will never end." The daughter, no, then the daughter and her will fight. Assuming that's from like a like a fan theory that the daughter will grow up, that she'll train her daughter, and she's like, the whole movie's gonna be her. Building up to fight uh, Uma Thurman's character, Beatrice, but the daughter steps in and they fight, and then nobody knows how it's going to conclude from there. Jesus. I don't know. It's I mean, just, that'd be cool. Well, that's the, basically, that's not something he's, God, I think how he's wanted old to do. Are yeah. we? Huh? <laughs> yeah. To think that now we're going to see a movie of the little girl and Kill Bill. I think yeah. we can actually still use the same actor because they're like <laughs> yeah. it's 20 it was, years like, it was like later. 10, 10 years? Was it 10? Years? It's been a while. It was like 10 years. But oh, yeah, it's. Like no. 10, 10 to 12. So he wants to make Star wow. uh, Star Trek, right? He said he wants to make a Star Trek. Yeah, but Trek. I don't think that should be his last and final film. Was it Star I, Trek or yeah, the Yeah, no, because no, I think it should... Even if it's Kill Bill 3, but I think his last movie should be his... Pulp Fiction 2, yeah. Pulp, not even... <laughs> I don't want a sequel. I want another original. Like, another original... If it's going to be his last movie, I want him to di- write and direct. You know what I want? I want a Tarantino horror film. Didn't he? No. I feel like... Uh, why does I feel like he made one? Yeah. Well, well it, Dawn of the his. Dead... Dawn of the Dead? It's not his. He didn't write it? Tusk Till Dawn? Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. No, that's Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Him and Robert Rodriguez do amazing movies he together. He screenplay yeah. or something. I don't yeah, but know. But that's what's like up there. But him and Robert Rodriguez do a lot of great movies. He wrote it. He wrote it, but I want to see him direct it. No, that's what I'm saying. Him and Robert Rodriguez do a lot of good movies. Like I think they did this. Was it the one with Desperado? Desperado. It's one of my favorite movies. What's the other one? The Mariachi? El Mariachi? Well, that's the original. No, that's the original. Original. That's where they based it off. Oh, okay. But that's the thing. They do a lot of movies together. But he's talking about one of his his own thing, movie. And you're right. I like I like when he does these weird original ones. But I actually I don't know because as much as I want to see the Beatrix, I would love for him to give somebody else the rights to do that. Because actually, I would love to see not necessarily Star Trek, but like a a a sci-fi. Because I don't think he's ever done a sci-fi. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's ever done a sci-fi movie. So no, I would think I would love to see his interpretation of that kind of that kind of. We movie. know he could do a western multiple oh, he, times. He he's done, he's done a few and westerns. They're some of the best, Django and Chain. Yeah, so the good. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. It was good. <sighs> Damn, Hateful Eight was so good. I liked it. I didn't like. Made me want to play Red Dead Redemption so <laughs> bad. But, but my favorite out of all of them is Django other than Kill Bill is a Reservoir Dog. Reservoir. Reservoir. <sighs> Mr. Black. I think my favorite is Django Unchained, but I really like Inglorious Bastards too. But Natural Born Killers, that wasn't him. What about Four Rooms? That wasn't him. No. Natural no. Born Killers? No, no. 
Did you ever see Four Rooms? That wasn't him either, was it? Yeah. Four Rooms? Yeah. I don't know. Look it up. We are looking things up <laughs> and we are clarifying. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, I, all nine seen, of his movies. Have you ever seen, um, have you ever seen Four Rooms? Four Rooms. Is it the Four Rooms or Wounds? Rooms. No, I've never seen Four Rooms. I know he's in it. I don't think that's his. Huh. Because Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. Yes. So there's Hateful Eight. Wait. Is there Death order? Proof. De- yeah, Death Proof. The uh, Django Unchained. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Kill Bill. Yeah. Inglorious Bastards. Two. Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. And Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. So wait, who the hell did Four Rooms? <laughs> he was. I'm just saying he was in it. I thought that Jackie was one of Brown's movies. another one of those where everyone forgets, but it's a pretty good movie. <laughs> so that's our movie for the week. I don't know. I so how many Nickies do you give it? I know people are going to disagree with me, but I give it a four four Nickies. I'm sorry, it's a Tarantino movie, man. Four. Oh, Nikkis. you know what? He was uh, he was in the movie. He was in the movie. I know that Chester, but he, yeah. I don't think he. That Who was the director? Uh, I'll find out right now, but. In the meantime, Tony, how uh, many Nickies do you give it? Um, Take a deep breath. That means he's not going to give it a good one. <laughs> well, this is the three, thing, guys. Three like and a, three and a half. From what I heard, people, it's pretty slow. It's not it your typical Tarantino movie. No, it's a slow burn. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like I said, the storyline doesn't connect well. Like, there's a lot of things I could complain, but I just I still enjoy uh, the movie so much. Like, right. And I think maybe that's my problem. Is like you know I I've seen other people that give critiques, and I I I appreciate the critique because I see what they're doing. They're judging the movie as a whole, one whole thing, right? Did the whole movie together work? And sometimes it doesn't. I'm telling you. But this, I still walk away with something for some of these movies. This especially is when the year such a brilliant job. that if you like something, you're going to like the movie. Like like I said, if you like Pokemon, you're going to like Detective Pikachu. Yeah. If you like Tarantino movies, you're probably going to like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he did direct a segment. In four rooms, there was four directors in the oh, movie. Oh, so each that was what. So the, his part was the the man from uh, Hollywood. Yeah, and Robert which, Rodriguez was the misbehaviors. There's oh, a, that's cool. A, a, lox, uh, a la, that makes Asandre sense. Roxwell was a wrong man, and then Allison Andrews is the missing ingredient. So I guess four rooms is four different directors. That makes sense though, the, because uh, Antonio Banderas and was like was in the the Robert Rodriguez one. Yeah, and then Bruce Willis and. Uh, Tarantino was in the Man from Hollywood. Okay, so like that makes sense that they. I mean, I, I like movies like that. It's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. much for our movie review. All right, so we're gonna take our last break, and then we're gonna talk about the events that are happening in Central Florida. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back, guys. Yep, Tony, yep, yep. what's going on in the city, man? What's well, what I did this week, I did actually yesterday. Yeah, what'd you do? I went to the Juicy Monthly. No, the- so uh, Juicy is one of the FGC's local events. Uh, fighting game community. Fighting game community in Central Florida. And they had a great turnout. It's, it's in uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings by SeaWorld. So it's on iDrive. On iDrive. Yeah. And, and I was talking to... Um, a few of the guys there, Alex, and they were telling me they had like an attendee of like two hundred plus people that attended that that, awesome. that registered, and it, and they, last month was like one fifty. So they're growing to the point that they might be pushing over to 
a bigger venue that we're looking to. So that's exciting. Well, there you go. So Juicy's uh, monthly. The next, if you're a, you know, if you ever want to go to a fighting game tournament and it's not big, it's not huge, and you just want to potentially win extra money. They have monthly tournaments, and I, don't they have weeklies too? They have weeklies too. Yeah, I think same location, but it's not that many people turn out. But the monthlies is getting bigger, and I, I'm trying to wait for news. But I think the Red Bull uh, Con, uh, Conquest Orlando's the first stop. So we're gonna get more news on that soon. So what's Red Bull Conquest? That's a FGC, like Red Bull's. Uh, it's it's uh, Street Fighter. I think they're mostly doing Street Fighter. They're they're maining on this one, but. It's, Tekken, all the fighting games. Cool. So and it's like a travel. Like, it's a traveling a, tournament. A traveling tournament. Different things. Different states. And uh, Orlando is one of the first stops. They're, they haven't confirmed the dates with us yet. But for this week, being that it's my birthday, July thirty first, and I share it with Harry Potter. What a nerd. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that until my wife told me when we started dating. And now, and now she's like, she, she's like, oh, when's your birthday? She's like, July thirty first. She's like. And she's a huge Harry Potter, and she's like, that's the same day as Harry Potter. <laughs> so uh, there are going to be a lot of Harry Potter uh, events, related, related events. Uh, one is going to be the Harry Potter Trivia Night at Player One on Tuesday, uh, which is the 30th, and I think it's going to lead into the 31st. Uh, other than that, there's uh, this weekend is a Tampa Bay Comic Con. Tampa Bay Comic Con. Which is exciting. So if you live in Tampa... You have a convention this week, and it's pretty big. Yeah, then um, Gods and Monsters is hosting their Mutant Freaks and Geeks uh, party. I think it's going to be based off the off the TV show or just like general t- uh, TVs and comics uh, party going on. And there's a cosplay conference, convention party. Where is it? August 3rd in Tampa. Oh, it's going to be based off of from the Tampa Bay Comic Con. So that's going to be exciting. And always, uh, just to, uh, we spoke about last week, we are hosting our own very first event, August 31st, at, yeah. <clears throat> at Gods and Monster. It's a paint and sip. Uh, and Ricky's going to be our model. <laughs> Ricky will not be the model. Uh, well, I, get the, I get the Superman suit and everything. Yeah, but we, we are going to come up with a theme so you could guys get a, a, a taste of what, what will it be. Um, tickets are $35. You get two drink tickets, canvas, paint, and you have one of a great enthusiastic uh, painting instructor, Paint With My, or Paint With Me, right? That's what she pronounces it? It's M-I. So, M-I. so Paint With Me, or My, Paint With My. Uh, she's a local artist that does a lot of paint and sips events, and she's she's down to team up with us and do our first event together, collaborate. Um, yeah, like I said, tickets are thirty-five dollars for one, and they do. We are running a special for two tickets. You get it for sixty bucks, so you are saving five dollars for each ticket, and uh, that's pretty much it. That's coming up. Uh, our yeah, link for the pretty for, exciting for the for event. The, yeah, for the events on Eventbrite. You can if you don't. We have the Eventbrite page on our Facebook page. Event going on. If you can't find us, you can always find us on our Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Instagram. It's all there. Uh, yeah. It's also in our personal Facebooks. We've been sharing, you know, it. sharing it a lot. So you're probably going to hear a lot about it. But it's exciting, man. We we work hard for this event, especially our boy, Tony. Uh, so <laughs> I do it for yeah. the love of everybody. <laughs> so it's cool. If you want to sit down, drink, paint, 
You don't have to be an artist. Trust me. I'm far from it. Yeah. We're all going to be contributing. And on top of it, they do have their escape room that opened. Yeah. So after you're done, well, you're sipping and painting, you want to do an escape room. And then, and if they have any slots open, talk to the talk to gods and monsters because they'll be right there. Yep. And the escape room is based off a little bit Fallout. Yeah, post-apocalyptic. So, <laughs> so, so if you see some Fallout hidden gems inside. Nice. There you go. Well, guys, this is, wraps up this week's episode. Once again, follow us on Twitter, our Facebook page, and our Instagram. Also, you can find you can download our post podcast <laughs> <laughs> at uh, Apple iPod. Uh, sorry, Apple Podcast, iTunes, <laughs> Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, pretty much wherever you can find podcasts. And yeah, that wraps up today's. We'll catch you guys next week. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, yeah. Take it easy, guys. Later. Later. <laughs> <laughs>